0: Okay, I have a spooky image for you. Imagine a dead pope dug up from his grave, dressed up, and put on trial for stuff he did in life. It actually happened. It's the ultimate case of political rivalry. I'm Patti Steele, dead pope on trial, next on The Backstory. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Well, if we're being honest, we all have stuff in our lives that drive us crazy. Maybe it's a job, a difficult relationship, or love interest, or honestly, it can just be the state of this crazy world we live in. For me, it's all three of those things at times. A lot of times, it's not a big deal, but in the moment, it sure feels like it is, right? So how do you come to terms with those stressors and not let the negativity weigh you down? For me, therapy has always been a haven, where I can open up, talk about what's eating at me, and trust that this person will be honest, understanding, and discreet. Therapy isn't just for folks who've had major trauma. It's for you and me, so we can be at peace and become the best version of ourselves. When I connected with a terrific therapist at BetterHelp, she asked some on-point questions, and I actually heard myself working through some of the issues I'd kept bottled up. What a relief. We're back with the backstory. I know, you're saying, give me a break, Patty, please, no politics. But did you see Hamilton? I mean, think about it. Close to 40 million people have loved it on stage or have streamed it. Now, the point is, when you don't feel personally invested in it, political rivalry can be really entertaining, also deadly serious. For Hamilton and his nemesis, Aaron Burr, it ended with pistols at dawn, the most infamous duel in American history gave Broadway a massive hit. But political rivalries are nothing new. Now, you and I are gonna take a trip back in time to the Dark Ages, to one of the most bizarre rivalries in human history, ending in a dead pope being put on trial. It's the ninth century, and Rome is like a medieval soap opera on steroids. Pope Formosus had died in the year 896, but he was really powerful, and in fairness, he made some questionable decisions, but he was still revered by followers, and that really disturbed the new folks in power, including the new pope. Now, understand, in those days, this sort of thing was not just a religious thing. It was about the pope's pure political power. Up until the 1500s, the Pope actually had the power to choose the Holy Roman Emperor. And that's where the whole mess grew hair. For Moses had named an emperor who wasn't the first choice of his detractors. So after his death, the new people in power wanted to undo all of the edicts he had proclaimed during his reign, including the choice of the emperor. But that meant they had to totally delegitimize Formosus. They claimed that while in power, He had committed some serious crimes. So, what to do? I know, let's dig him up, put him in Pope robes, and literally put him on trial. Yeah, I'm serious, they exhumed his body a year after his death, dragged his decomposed remains to court, dressed him in his vestments, and propped him up on a throne, complete with all the other Pope-type regalia. The trial itself was something out of a horror movie, or maybe the perfect Halloween party set up. Just imagine a bunch of furious clergy members crowded around a rotting corpse, shouting accusations at it. They were intent on erasing his time as pope from the record books. So what were they accusing him of? Everything from perjury to violating church canons, becoming the pope illegally, and basically being unworthy of being a pope in the first place. So again, they could undo everything he'd done on the job. Here's my favorite part. This was actually referred to as the Cadaver Synod or trial. They shouted questions at him about the accusations. A deacon had been appointed to answer those questions, most likely not really doing a great job of representing the dead guy. Onlookers said he had to be very careful for fear of representing Formosus too well and enraging those who ordered the trial. They said as the trial took place, Handlers of Formosus's body had to prop it up and kind of move it around in response to questions. How weird is that? And the craziness continued. Midway through the trial, an earthquake shook the room. Both sides declared it as a sign from God in support of them. Now, at the end of the trial, Formosus was found guilty of all charges. Big surprise there, right? But that's not all. They actually overturned his papacy, and they declared his papal acts null and void. Okay, imagine that happening today, a courtroom where a judge not only convicts a corpse sitting there in the flesh, well, not in the flesh exactly, but of wrongdoing, and then invalidates all the decisions the individual made when alive. So next came the punishment phase. Can't execute him because he's already dead. So after the trial... Formosus's body was tied to weights and tossed into the Tiber River. That was the traditional Roman burial for the worst criminals, as well as rulers who had fallen out of favor. But first, they removed the three fingers on his right hand that he had used for blessings. All of this to prevent his body from becoming a holy relic. Now, ancient churches all over Italy still have relics, full body or body parts of saints, popes, and other religious figures. You'll even find fingers in some of them. But this wasn't the end of his very busy afterlife. His body didn't rest peacefully at the bottom of the river, despite being weighted down. His corpse eventually washed up on the riverbank and was retrieved by a fisherman. Some said it began to perform miracles the public went nuts, and the guy who had ordered the cadaver synod was thrown in jail, where he was eventually strangled to death. This gets more and more like a Game of Thrones storyline, right? By the end of the year, the next pope reestablished Formosus's reputation and his edicts and ordered him reburied in St. Peter's Basilica alongside every other pope. He also banned, for all time, any more trials of corpses. Thank God. His fellow clergymen said, "Okay, maybe he's the real deal after all, and they declared him a martyr. So if you're still asking if you could put the corpse of a dead pope on trial, the answer is you could, but not anymore, since the church outlawed cadaver trials 1,100 years ago. I'm Patty Steele. The Backstory is a production of iHeartMedia Media and Steel Trap Productions. Our producer is Doug Fraser. Our executive producer is Steve Goldstein of Amplify Media. We're out with new episodes twice a week. Thanks for listening to The Backstory, the pieces of history you didn't know you needed to know. dot com. Right Rug Flooring.